Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. Happy Monday. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend, y'all. I am currently burnt from head to toe. I had a beach day. I was at the beach for about eight or nine hours. The weather was beautiful. I did not sweat once. But man, let me tell you, I did not put on sunscreen until about the sixth or seventh hour, and that was a huge mistake. Uh, It wasn't hot, so I didn't think I needed it. And so I am a nice tomato red currently. I am hoping that it turns into a nutmeg brown by tomorrow, but we'll see what happens. Um, Also, I have to let you know this. I need to know if you're listening to this and you are like me, I need you to reach out and let me know on Instagram. If you don't follow me, you can follow me at Z underscore chill, Z underscore C-H-I-L. You can find my Instagram handle in the show notes, Uh, but I would love to um, hear, uh, do you like peeing in the ocean? What, where, where's, where's your stance on this? You for it? You against it? I personally, I love it. There is a part of me that believes that at some point I was supposed to be a merman because I am never more comfortable peeing than when I am in the ocean. It's not difficult for me. I don't have to think about it. It feels as natural as breathing. And yeah, so it's easier for me to pee in the ocean than it is for me to pee in a bathroom. But, and if that's you, I would love to hear about it. If that's not you, then you're probably weird, but that's okay. Um, so... Anyway, let's get into today's devotional because I I need to set it up a little bit. So I decided this weekend to ask the church a couple questions. I'm going to pull this up so you're going to hear some clicking. Um, I decided to ask ask Facebook, sorry, a question about the church, and I wanted them to finish the sentence. If I could tell the church one thing, it would be blank. And I was really nervous because I put this up, and for the first like four hours, I didn't get any responses, none. And now after about uh, 24 hours, it's been about 24 hours since I posted, I'm up to, I have about 40, uh, 40 uh, 20 comments and probably another 20 messages from people uh, answering this question. You know, if I, if I could, if you could tell the church one thing, it would be blank. And I know many of you probably have some things you would like to tell the church and I get that. And I wanted to talk a little bit about them because I believe that there are pastors that listen to this podcast. There are um, spiritual people who are running um, that are on the uh, maybe an elder or on a group that helps oversee the church. And I believe that maybe this could be something helpful for you to hear if you volunteer at your church. If you um, if you may have just heard my dogs just freaking losing their mind. I don't know. Um, but you may serve at a high level position in the church. Regardless of where you serve or what you do, I believe that the things that we're talking about here can be super, super helpful. And so I wanted to talk about, I'm going to pick one of the comments and talk about it um, every day this week and see if it helps. Because I really believe it's going to apply to you directly too as well, especially today's. So the most common one and the one that I wasn't surprised about was this idea of this commonality of forgiveness, grace, mercy, and judgment. And this idea of the church just does a unbelievably bad job, based on the things I'm reading, at accepting people where they are, forgiving people when they make mistakes, 
and extending grace and mercy when people tend to fall short of the expectations of what it looks like for them to be followers of Jesus, etc. And I believe this is a common one. I believe this is by far the biggest turnoff to churches. And I wanted to talk a little bit about it because I believe there's a few reasons why. Um, and the first one is that that churches set themselves up as a place to belong. You can see this when you walk in. The church I used to serve at, you walk in, there's a big thing. It's like, welcome home. And you're a part of the family. And we love you and we hear you know here's your first time guest gift and we're going to call you this week and we're going to tell you we're going to tell you about growth track and we're going to tell you how we, to get involved and how to get connected because whether it's your first time or whether it's your hundredth time your family and then you you know you hear the songs and the pastor comes up and and they give you a personal and you feel wonderful and you I mean let's just it's awesome it's so cool that churches do this that they extend this extreme extreme welcome um, they this massive welcome wagon to make you feel so loved and appreciated. But the one of the things that happens is they do this so well, and, and I've been a part of this, and then it's like all of a sudden you're like, yes, I want in. I want to be a part of the family. I'm, I'm all in for God. And then it's like a couple weeks in, it's like, oh, hold up. We learned this about you. Or, hey, we heard you're still dabbling in this or that. We heard that in your past that you made this decision. Or we heard that you're currently going through blank. And all of a sudden, you're held at arm's length and you're thinking, why? What happened? Because it was at one point, it was, I want to marry you. Now it's like, hey, I don't even know if we can be seen around each other. And I believe churches do a really bad job at this. I believe I've done a really bad job at this. Uh, because it's not fair, because I had somebody message me once and they described it as, uh, they say, you know, it's like you're on a first date and then you get proposed to. And I believe churches do that. And I believe they do it almost, they do it intentionally. That it's like, they want that first date, they want to lock you in and they're going to give you all the love and all support and all the care. And then over time, what you'll find out is like, hey, we we loved you for where you were when you came the first time, but you're going to change. Things need to be different. Things, things need to go a different way. And that can be really tough and it can be really hard, especially when you're a believer, because if you're a new believer, then it's hard to bounce back from that. And I want to challenge you today that if you've ever felt rejected by a church, that does not mean that you have been rejected by God. That is not, is not what it means. Just because somebody decided that you weren't good enough doesn't mean God made the decision that you weren't good enough. Just because you fell short and somebody has a hard time forgiving you for the decisions you made, it doesn't mean God has a, has that same hard time forgiving you for the decisions you made. And so I need you to understand that while we're talking about the church here, the church is imperfect people trying to represent a perfect God, so they are going to make mistakes. Do not hold the mistakes of people and let it um, taint your filter of God. And this is coming from someone that, I, in my opinion, I have been burned by the church. The church has really done some really shitty things to me. And I've had to, it's, I've had to take time and to understand that, you know what? People make mistakes. I make mistakes. And just like I make mistakes, anyone else can make a mistake. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to separate those mistakes from God and look at God and say, God, I, I don't hold what they did against you. And maybe some of y'all need to do that. You need to understand that maybe you've been grace, mercy, forgiveness, love, acceptance were all held back from you. And what you need to understand is that that God hasn't held those things back from you, that he hasn't pulled back from you, that he does love you. But the other thing is this, and if you're listening, I need you to dial in right now. 
Some of you, the reason you feel so judged, you feel so rejected, you feel so ashamed in church circles is because you need to look at, take a long, hard look in the mirror and see if you're not projecting that because that's how you feel about yourself. Listen, you need to understand the fact that you aren't those things. And a lot of times the reason we, we carry these images is we are projecting how we view ourselves. And we think other people feel that way about us. And so if we are looking for it, we're going to find it. And some of you need to deal with your stuff. You need to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I did blank. I made this bad decision. I hurt this person. You know what? It's okay. That's something I did. That's not who I am. And so I'm going to move forward. Listen, we cannot point fingers at the church and say that you're not doing a good job with grace, mercy, and forgiveness, and then not hold ourselves to that same standard when it comes to other people's decisions, but more importantly, our own decisions. We have to hold ourselves to that, that that same endless grace that God offers to all people, you need to offer it to yourself, and you need to look in your mirror and say, hey, I am forgiven, that I can have a real intimate passionate, positive relationship with a real God, that even though my life may be messy, God still wants me. And some of you need that reminder today. You need that reminder that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. God will never, he may convict you, but he will never condemn you. Condemn you is a stamp of you're done. You can't go back. There's no turning back. God says there is none of that when it comes to those who are in Jesus, Christ Jesus. Listen, I don't, I don't know who needs to hear this, but I felt this today as I was reading through these comments. Listen, you need to give yourself grace. Listen, the church should have given it to you. They should have given you grace. They should have given you forgiveness. They, they should have done a better job at loving you through, the, through your decisions, through your past. But listen, you need to do a better job of it as well. God's already done it. God loves you. Grace and mercies are new everywhere. His grace is endless. It's there. You need to forgive yourself. You need to extend that grace and mercy to yourself. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for just devotionals like this. Um, Lord, we can be honest, Lord, and I just pray whoever's listening to this that it's helpful. Um, Lord, the church can be really, really bad sometimes. Um, Lord, you you chose us to represent you. We are the church. As believers of Christ, we are your church, Lord, and we we do a really sucky time of that. At the, we do a sucky job at that sometimes. And so, Lord, help us be better. Lord, if we are dealing with church trauma and the church has hurt us, help us work through it. It's hard. Lord, it's hard not to not to blame you when the church hurts us. Um, But Lord, help us navigate those things. Help us move forward to not having a relationship with you based off a building, but Lord, based off a relationship that we have personally with each other. Lord, help us work towards that. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.